0: Welcome to the Parenting with Play podcast. This week, it's lockdowns. I know that most of you have experienced lockdowns, those of you around the world. And so you're actually now coming out of lockdowns, whereas in Sydney, we have avoided it for most of the the past 18 months. But now we are in the thick of it. So Queensland is in a snap lockdown too. Melbourne keeps going in and out of lockdowns. You know, it's really hard. So this time I've done other podcasts about touching on lockdowns, but this time let's talk about it in even more detail, because whether we like it or not, lockdowns seem to be here to stay. As a tactic to deal with virus or whether even we start to have climate lockdowns. So we need to navigate this new world, whether we like it or not. And so what's the one, you know, what can you do to make parenting and well living, but certainly parenting as enjoyable and as easy as possible whilst experiencing lockdowns. So what I really want to talk to do, to you today is about what can you do to to resource yourself. Because I can talk about all the tips and strategies in the world, but you're not going to be able to do them if you're feeling stressed. And right now, this is our generation's time to be stressed, isn't it? It's very challenging and there is no end in sight and the world is is changing. And all of that swirls around and we need to be the best parents that we can be within this world situation And when you're feeling stressed, it's very hard to be calm with your kids, isn't it? When you're really worried about the pressures of whether you are going to get vaccinated or not, whether there's going to be COVID passports or not, whether you're going into another lockdown or not, or whether you are in a lockdown and there's police and there's army on the streets to ensure that you adhere to this lockdown. It's then very hard to be calm with your kids. And yes, you can you know, try to be, oh, light and breezy and let's go and do this today. But if you've got that knot of tension in your stomach, there's only so long that you can keep up the pretense of being bright and breezy for. And when your child then suddenly becomes resistant or they then are mean to their sibling or they're rude to you, you are going to snap much more quickly You are not going to be able to keep up that facade of everything's fine. (laughs) It's all fine. It's very, you're not going to be able to keep up that facade of it. And so you will be more reactive to your husband, to your spouse or partner and with your children. And of course, then the more reactive you are to your children, the worse their behavior gets. And then the more stressed you become. And then you're in this cycle of tension, trying to be nice, being, a you know, erupting into this volcanic uh, reaction. Your children's behaving getting worse. And then you're just in this cycle and things then become even harder. And, you know, you're at home 24-7 with them. If you've got little kids, you're trying to entertain them. If you've got bigger kids, you've got homeschooling to deal with, as well as normal life and juggling work. So it's really important that before you start thinking about anything that you can do, tips and tricks and strategies to do with your kids, that you really address the most important thing first, which is you and how you are feeling. And it's really the first thing I really want you to know that however you are feeling and whatever you are worried about, you've got a really valid reason for feeling like that. We need to stop shouting at each other on social media we need to stop calling each other idiots, COVIDiots this is the word that I've seen in England. I don't know if that's around the world. But, you know, there's such animosity and anger being thrown at each other on social media and in the media that it can be that 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 does not help the situation at all. The blame and shame that's going on is really not helpful and contributes to more tensions and more anxieties, you know. There's there's a doubling of teens presenting in emergency departments. The report has just been released. In I don't I think it's just New South Wales, it might be Australia as a whole. You know, th- there's really severe ramifications for how we treat each other in the world. So, I really want you to know that however you are feeling, it you are completely justified in feeling that. So it could be that you are feeling really afraid of the virus. You are really upset about, you know, you perhaps you've known people who have been badly affected by it or have died from it. You know, there's real visceral fear for this this virus, which is sweeping the globe. You could also be feeling real fear about the restrictions that are happening around the world. You know, the introduction of COVID passports, which are coming... (laughs) no matter how many people are protesting they are on their way and you and what part of you could be feeling great i want to only go to places where i know people are vaccinated and another part of you could be really worried about the creeping tyrannical uh, nature of governments and the impact that that is having on all of our lives so to we seem to be in two camps and each of us thinking that the other one are idiots and um, and stupid and so when you feel like that you can then be afraid about speaking about how you're really feeling to those around you. Maybe your husband or partner has a completely different view to you. Maybe your parents do. Maybe your close friends do. And you can feel really alone. And that makes life a lot more stressful. So stop trying to think I need to suppress how I'm feeling because maybe I've got this wrong, but something's not feeling right. And then equally stop try to stop sort of berating others on Facebook for having different points of view from you. So the way that you do that is not sitting in your feelings in isolation. The way of doing that is actually releasing and really diving in how you are feeling and releasing those feelings. Because the more that you either suppress how you're feeling or you just stomp around getting cross with everybody around you, You're staying stuck in the feelings. And just like with our children, when they are, when they have really big feelings, if we try and I mean, if you've had a child who's had separation anxiety and you've just tried to tell them, sweetie, you're going to be absolutely fine. You're going to be fine. You're really safe there. You've got a lovely teacher. You're going to be fine does that work? It doesn't work. It doesn't shift things. No matter how much we try and explain things to our children rationally, it doesn't shift how they are feeling. The only way to shift how your child is feeling is by helping them with their feelings whilst they are feeling them. Not talking about feelings, but actually feeling the feelings and supporting your child whilst they are feeling the feelings. Whether that's through laughter and releasing, you know, through laughter and playing, giggling... Or those really deep, big feelings while they're having a really big cry or a really big tantrum. So we need to have that, too. You need to have that, too. You need to have somebody that you can speak about all of this without judgment, without fear of retribution or being criticized. You need to have somebody who you can just go, oh, my God, blah, 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 blah. And that person might have changed. You may have had, you know, your people before the pandemic and you may still be friends with them, but you may not be feeling as comfortable about talking about things with them as you previously did. So you need to reach out to those who you know feel similarly to you. And generally it's better to do that outside of your intimate relationship, often even outside of your parents, um, you want to have somebody who's a little bit removed from your normal life that you can then just let rip freely and without inhibitions now i've had my listening partner i think I've mentioned I would have mentioned this before for over seven years i don't even know how long anymore and I have been a huge fan of listening partners in this is a term that we use in hand in hands parenting by connection um and Because the key tenant, we obviously talk about listening to feelings, strengthening connection with our kids, but you can't do either of that without getting your own support. And that's such a key part of aware parenting and parenting by connection. And that has been a key part when, you know, life in the world has been relatively normal. Parenting is hard at the best of times, but, you know, when things are normal, it's still hard. But now we're in, you know, COVID crazy time. So it's even more important That you give yourself that gift of being listened to rather than thinking you need to soldier on on your own rather than needing. You might just, oh, I'll just have a little chat with a friend and, you know, uh, you know, and because I often hear, oh, no, I've got, you know, good chats with friends. This is very different to having just a chat with a friend and the chats with friends are very important. And they're a great starting point because I also know people who are really inhibited about wanting to admit that they're struggling and that they don't want to impose upon somebody else or be seen to be weak with somebody else. And when I run workshops and I say, you know, when was the last time you had a good, when I'm introducing the concept of crying, whether that's, you know, listening to babies crying or small children crying, um, and I say, when was the last time that you cried with a friend? So I get such blank expressions a lot of the time, um, Oh, I might have had somebody, you know, 10 years ago that I felt comfortable with. So I really want to encourage you that I mean, chances are you're listening to this, so you're familiar with the concept, but I really want to encourage you that particularly now that you find somebody that you really like and that you can feel comfortable talking with. And want you to get over the fact that you're not imposing on them, you're not being stupid, you're not being silly. You have really valid feelings and that they need to be expressed and released. And the more you do that, the more you are going to be able to cope with life as we know it in lockdown, because when you are feeling tense, you are just going to snap. When you have had a good cry and a good vent and a good rant with someone, you are going to feel so much more relaxed and you are not going to snap so much with your children you are going to be able to hear your children's tears and frustrations when they can't go and see a friend and instead of getting really annoyed or playing up the oh my god with this covid you know we've got to stay safe blah, 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 instead of instilling fear in your children you're just going to be able to calmly set that limit say sweetie we can't go and see so and so today Um, And then you are going to be able to listen to your children's feelings and you're going to help them work through it so that they are going to be in a better position to navigate lockdown. You can't do that if you're bubbling up with upset feelings yourself. So with a listening partner, you can either have something that you can set something up that's quite formal. And the listening partnership is where you take turns. Now, I say formal. It doesn't have to be formal, but it's more than just having a chat It is, you set aside time. You set aside, oh, we set aside like an hour, but you might not have an hour. So, you know, if you've got half an hour, set aside half of that time for you to rant and vent and and the other person to listen. And then you set the timer and then after, you know, the half the time is up, the timer goes off and you switch over and then it's your turn to listen. It's a very mutual, it's not like there's somebody in a hierarchical position over you going, oh yeah, there, there, dear, dear. It's a very mutual relationship. And by having that space of 15 minutes or half an hour to really go through your feelings, it's very different from just a, yeah, I'm feeling a bit down, I'm feeling a bit annoyed, and yeah, it's all crazy, ha, ha, ha. It's a, I'm feeling like this, and I feel really scared, or I feel really frustrated, and I feel so angry at, you know, whoever it is, the government, or people next door, or the virus, you know, whatever it is. And having that space means that you get to work through the feelings. You don't get stuck in them. And so then you do come out the other side lighter and brighter. And it's just like when your child has had a tantrum, your mind then starts to clear. You can start to see things in a different light. You can come up with different solutions. Everything feels so much better. So I can't stress this enough how important this is to help you be the parent that you want to be, particularly now in lockdown. Oh, As I'm talking, I'm sitting at the computer and a a reminder has come up on my computer that my son is meant to be going to one of his great friend's birthday parties in an hour's time. You know, so we've got to navigate all of these day to day stuff. And when we're feeling tense and sad, like I feel sad, obviously, but I know that he'll be able to do it another time. But if George remembered he's six, he won't remember. But, you know, to listen to your child's tears are really hard when you have all of that upset feelings bubbling up underneath too. So, you know, going along with that is taking time for yourself. And I know you know this and you're probably, this is probably something that you are doing really well, is going outside for a walk, being in nature, seeing a tree, touching, you know, depending how warm it is, take your shoes off and feel the bare earth underground. You know, we get, we're so on screens all the time that, you know, just reconnecting with nature, just it's like, ah, you know, Gives us that chance to exhale. Um, here in Sydney, we're allowed to exercise with another friend. So make the most of that. If you're not allowed to do that, well, then then there's screens. You can do a Zoom call. But getting outside, making that time for yourself, and then you're going to be able to come back and help your children to come outside. Little kids, it's fine. You know, when you, if you've got older children, like my 12-year-old can be quite resistant to coming outside and doing activities. If I'm then tense, I'll be more reactive. If I'm calm, I'm like... I can find a way to entice her outside and, um, life then becomes a lot easier. The other thing I really want to offer is to look for the good. And I know it can seem hard to look for the good when everything (laughs) seems to be so batshit crazy. Um, but you know, for the first lockdown, I actually really enjoyed it. And I wonder how you did too. You know, I learned how to crochet, make sourdough. I could see that it was really lovely for us as a family, but this lockdown, I feel very different about it and, um, I don't have quite the same warm, fuzzy feelings about it, but when we can work on our own feelings, we can then start to see the good. So what good can you see to come from this lockdown or within this lockdown for you and your family? Forget about the macro level. Look at the micro level. What's going on for you guys? And for me and my family, I've got a six year age gap. So I have a 12, nearly 13 year old and a six, nearly seven year old. So sometimes it can be hard for them to connect, especially when my 12 year old is off. You know, with her other tween teen friends, she doesn't want a pesky little brother (laughs) hanging around the place. But because they're forced together, my daughter can't go off and see as many friends as she would like to. So that is an opportunity for them to strengthen their relationship. And it's not perfect all the time by any means. And I can use strategies to help them to get along much better. And as I said at the beginning of the show, you know, if you're struggling with your kids, not getting along I really recommend listening to um, the episode with Belinda Smith on helping siblings but I can really now look at lockdown this is actually a really good opportunity for my children to to reconnect and to to really have that solid relationship for these however many coming weeks and I can see that in how they're interacting at the beginning of lockdown they were scrappy and eh, 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 eh. Um, and now there's a lot more ease and flow and laughter and enjoyment between them as I said, not perfect all the time, but there's much more. They've really sort of settled in to, to hanging out together. And it's actually really lovely. So, you know, there there can be some benefits to lockdown for you and your family. And I am enjoying, you know, being with them more, which without all that rush, rush, rush. The other thing I really want to offer is that it, this is a good time to have like an emotional project. We call this as a Parenting by connection, hand in hand term, where you get to focus on something that your children are struggling with and you, which will take more than just like a one or two days to sort through. So it could be that your children are struggling to get along with each other. They're constantly fighting or bedtimes might be a nightmare or your child is really picky eating and it's driving you crazy. Or maybe you're worried about your older child's screen usage and you want to help shift all of those things. This is, an, this is a chance for you to do that. So, you know, we've got four, four weeks left of lockdown. It could be that you go, OK, for the next four weeks might not take this long, but okay, I'm going to use this time to help my kids have a better relationship with each other or that we're going to crack bedtimes. We're going to make bedtimes fun and enjoyable for all of us and we're going to help our child sleep better. So it can be a really good opportunity to make the most of these times rather than thinking oh, I've just got to get through this they can just go on screens whatever i don't care blah 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 you know go uh, this is a time that we can actively connect with our kids and it can be more fun and that can help turn things around so that when you know we come out of lockdown some of those things are going to stay you know they're going to they're going to benefit life after lockdown and you're going to have them sorted so that if we need to go in lockdown again which chances are we probably will it's going to be an easier transition for you to go in and out But the underlying all of this is you getting the support that you need so that you can navigate this. You deserve the support. Your family deserves you getting support because otherwise it's just messy, isn't it? When you're at the end of your tether, that's when things are foul. So what can you do as a family ritual together? What can you do on a regular basis that's going to really strengthen your family, help your kids with their feelings and help you with yours? Now, reaching out for a friend is helpful. If you don't know who to reach out to, if you feel you want more support, I have spots available for one-on-one consultations. And I'm also running a free workshop on about how to make parenting easier this lockdown. So we're going to look at how you can create more harmony in your family without bribes or punishments, what your child needs to be able to entertain themselves while you work. It's a biggie, isn't it? The secret to making home learning easier. (laughs) The number one, the number one mistake you need to stop making in in trying to get your children to behave under these stressful situations. Because I really want you to walk away feeling confident about how to manage lockdown better and more enjoyably with your kids. So if you're interested in that, come on over to parentingwithplay.com.au forward slash lockdown. If you want parenting support, just come to parentingwithplay.com.au. You will find it all there. My aim is to support you in parenting and particularly now in lockdown. So reach out, listen to podcasts, get the support you need, and come on over to join me this Thursday for a lockdown-free workshop. If you're listening to this episode after, and I and I'm because I probably will run it again, if it's not available my annoying to amazing course is and you can meet find that at the website parentingwithplay.com.au forward slash amazing so there's lots of things that you can do to resource yourself to help lockdown and parenting so much easier so I'm sending you so much love wherever you are in the world whatever lockdown state you're in whether you're in it right now whether you think it's coming or whether you're just so grateful that it's over for now but um yeah this is going to help you getting the support you need is going to help whatever is going on in the world. And um, it's going to make life much easier for you and your families. So I'm sending you all lots of love. And I look forward to speaking with you again next time. All right, take care.